スロットドーンシュBut yeah. he's here, right? I mean, he easily could have bailed. He is here in the flesh, uh, and, and he's living well, through it. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm living. I'm easy like Sunday morning. I... Easy like a Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> How yeah, you doing, Pat's, guys? That's feeling a little, little rundown, so yeah. happy to have him here. I mean, I totally feel that, though, because, like, this has been the year of getting sick for me, but uh, anything mm. but COVID. Because like, I, I have a, I have a, a closet full of COVID tests, and I'm testing myself all the time, and it's never COVID. It's always some crazy whatever it is that the that I bring home from the students at the school that I work at. So there you go. Uh, where's Dave's anime shirt? What anime shirt? We all have anime shirts on. Yeah, oh that's true. Oh, this is oh, we're yeah, two-thirds yeah, no, anime I know. Got, I'm off theme. Got my new what do you know? T-shirt on here. Yeah. I got my, go. my anime cat girl t-shirt to the I love it. Yeah, nice, no, you guys are nice. rocking it. I don't I I'm not even sure if I have one of those You got a body pillow, didn't you Dan? Oh wait, I wasn't supposed uh, to spoil yes. that <laughs> No, party. it's okay. I wasn't gonna bring it on camera because it's, it's huge It's huge. But yes, I did get a marine kitagawa body pillow from my dress-up darling among it other things It is not things. officially sanctioned. It's dojin, but uh, yeah, I, I actually really like it. It's comfortable <laughs> It's pretty cool. I've never had a body pillow before. I never you know, would have bought one for I, myself, I really but it's cool. Second, I like it. Yeah. You're going to take that to the mall? I was of actually making it like a, oh. uh, making it an av a, 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 what's it called? The emote on our Discord. But I thought mm. that'd be a little bit too mean, so I didn't do that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for not, relenting on me this one time, Pat. Roberto, <laughs> right. um, Roberto Cristino asks if I got this for my birthday. I didn't. Actually, I got this from um, Moose Track in our community. He he does this amazing embroidery stuff, and he made the patches. He made the Netlink patches that are going into our Netlink kits. But he, yeah, he made me this awesome uh, net, you know, Japanese uh, Saturn Networks hat. So shouts and thanks to Moose Tracks. I'm, I wore it on set just for you. Uh, to the 23 people that are in chat, can you guys all thumbs up the video and maybe share it? And I will, uh, down, I we'll, judge. we'll shout Scully, ETC, Pudgy Bunny, Sega Guys is here. Uh, we got Paul Bort, Tom Fum, Neil Henderson's with us, Shadow Mask, David Zaney, Moose Track is here. Uh, uh, let's see, who else is with us? Rob we got Roberto. OTP, you know me. Roberto, are you watching at work? I'm curious. <laughs> All the way from Portugal. Uh, Scotty Moe, Arc Lighting, Sasquatch is here. Uh, lots of awesome names here Colin that I recognize. Uh, OTP. Uh, Retrospectors is hey Dan, how's it going? What's up in New York? Hey everybody! And uh, yeah, thanks for watching everyone. Everybody, thanks, thanks for, for watching. Here. Welcome to the party. So yeah, end of year 2023. I don't. Every year we say is the year of Saturn, but every year kind of trumps the year before. Yeah, trumps the last one. We got a lot this year. So, every year is a year of Saturn now. Over the last the golden age of uh, Saturn. Yeah. What's been, what have you guys been up to the last week since, since we talked last week? Uh, <laughs> lots of Christmasing, yes. Lots of playing trumpet for Christmas 
and you uh, drop it solo on ba going. Baki's theme on the show. No, Bochi. Bochi. Bochi Your name sorry. is Bochi. No, I don't, I don't have. I don't I'm have. Bochi, Bochi sheet music still. That would be. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool though. I mean, if you play Baki, um, that'd be cool too. Yeah, <laughs> Baki ball. Um, I do have a couple Christmas pickups to show. Okay. Uh, I don't have all of them because I got a bunch. But so speaking of Marine, uh, who I have a body pillow of now, this is a figure of her that uh, wow. is actually a Sega made figure. Um, <laughs> is it? Their nice. Luminosta line. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's her um, kind of like getting sort of undressed, but she's in a bikini so that uh, her friend Gojo can take her measurements so that they can do cosplay outfits of her. Um, they say? It's practical. Right. Yes, that's yeah, what they're well, going the to do. Yeah, about cosplay. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and then I got uh, Wallace and Gronit, the complete cracking collection. Nice. Uh, Blu-ray. Nice. So that's awesome. I grew up watching uh wallace and gromit like the original three shorts um so mm -hmm. i've always mm -hmm. loved them this has the fourth one that they made later on as well as their like 10 like short shorts mm -hmm. called cracking contraptions um, doesn't have the movie on it that clay. but yeah like i've i've obviously seen this stuff but like i wanted to have it on blu-ray you know i thought mm -hmm. that was cool and uh, i got sonic superstars on the nice. xbox which i have not tried out nice. yet but uh i'm going to do it soon and the last thing i'll show um most relevant, I think, to the viewers is a I got a gigantic popcorn uh, bucket here from Bunny, and uh, this will be really useful for when we have some uh, movie nights because my old popcorn bucket actually looked like this, but it was much much smaller, and so I had to keep going back mm -hmm. during the movie and getting you know like refilling it with more popcorn. And uh, I should be able to fill, <laughs> fit all of it into this thing. I looked so, on most tracks yeah, and knew what my, my beanie was from. It'll also, well, it uh, says he's... Harkins right on it. Well, I mean, you don't know what Harkins could be. It could be anything. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, only like, only on the East Coast. <laughs> do you actually know what Harkins is in most track? I didn't know that. Yeah, Dan, that, so. that that bucket is good for uh, for drama too. You know, anytime there's <laughs> you, you bring out that bucket, you're oh, just yeah. like, yeah, true, yeah. Drama um, going or, down in chat. Well, if you want, just, uh, just cut a get hole in it. And get then, out the bucket. <laughs> okay, you do have Harkins there. That's cool. So yeah, Pat, you you went to a lot of parties as usual. It's Christmas time. Too for many parties. Pat, yeah. Pat's Christmas is almost like social butterfly. That, that mad rush, you know. And he's happy when it's all over. Escape the parties. Yeah. I popular can't the popular guy <laughs> yeah you get you get that overload the the uh extrovert overload where you just kind of want to be an introvert <laughs> i mean i'm getting it right now okay. <laughs> okay i'm about to like i'm about to walk out the door and lay down in a second well i mean we have a nice big couch here nice. so you can just lay down right here on the couch you can put your head there on my lap go. it's fine oh, oh. i won't head fart too off. much while you're down there Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. We're not. Hopefully, no one took a screenshot of that. I don't want to get in trouble. We already we it's made fine. too many jokes already. We talk about the the hole in the popcorn bucket. We're doing a little bit of that stuff. How, uh, how things are getting gexy. I went to one Christmas on party and there was like a Galaga. There, there. It's the Christmas party that I go to every year. There's a Galaga tournament. I did pretty mm. good. I did like 140,000, which is good for me. But then this this other guy Andy, he comes in and he does like 400,000. And he's like, that's actually not that great for me. He, I, I usually score like 800,000. <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, then, you know, F me. <laughs> For, <Yeah>. Forget it. <laughs> but Jeez. yeah, so, but I mean, he's an old school guy. Like he grew up playing the game. So, and he like owns an arcade, you know, so forget it. Nice. Anyway. I like how Mushrex made a, made a reference to one of my favorite Star Trek shows in the chat. 
because he he said there's a nice shark in Cerritos. And if anybody watches Lower Decks, they know what Cerritos is. So Dan, you turned a year older. I understand. I did, and so have you, Dave. Happy birthday! Yeah, you all, this you is all have true. December birthdays. I had an April yes. birthday. I am now. I I'm no longer forty anymore. I'm on okay. the wrong side of it. Congrats. <laughs> now you're, I'm still, on the you're still close enough to just round back to 40. Right? It's fine. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. I'm going to use rounding rounding down math. And <laughs> now I guess I would have to round up to 40 because I'm real close to it all, now. We can all start oh, going through our, mid, our like midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, you're a yeah. baby. No, yeah, Sorry. you're still you're in the prime of life. I'm envious. <laughs> I'm tired, dude. I'm about to <laughs> He's so tired. Dude, I'm dying right now. Prime well, of life. Well, stay, stay with us. Stay with us for just a bit longer. Um, anything else? Oh, so, yeah. So I turned 41. I got some gifts. Um, I got Persona, Persona 5 Royal on Switch. So that's right fun. Here. I got Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World on Switch. So that's cool, too. <laughs> I want to play that with Jesse. Nice. Um, what else? Got a bunch of other stuff like multi. Oh, you have time to play like, Persona Five, right? <laughs> so no. again, I, I, I literally been working on Persona Five since when it, it released on the PS3. Well, it's like a 100-hour game, so right, right. So <laughs> and it's a mature game, so it's not one that I'm yeah. going to be playing with Jesse. I'll probably right. play it in the evening. Yeah, I, I again, I just I wanted to grab it before it potentially just gets more expensive you know it was out of print like yeah. like there are several games that are just gonna go right onto my backlog but it's it's more like you know switch games aren't gonna get cheaper they're probably gonna get more expensive you know so yeah um but yeah unfortunately um, yeah unfortunately it's it sucks though because like relationship in this game is kind of weird when you're older because it's like oh i'm gonna be in a relationship with this it can either be the relationship of this uh underage girl or with the old teacher and be weird in the game so it's like there's no winning True. in that, that game. It's Persona. It's all kinds least, of problematic. At you least just it's have just a game. <laughs> at least it's just keep it's it just in the game, game, right? They're all ones and zeros. Um, we should probably sing Happy Birthday to Dave, Dan, since we did it to you. Did we do it to? Uh, yeah. Okay. We yeah. All right. Here we go. Okay. Right. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dad. Happy birthday to you. That's not easy and either. Staying in uh, sync. I hear him hold my note. Staying in sync over uh, over OBS or Discord is not easy. Yeah, we not fun. we kind of failed, I think. But you know, <laughs> hey, we I don't tried. know. The thought it counts, we synced right? up. We tried to sync up to, between the verses. Yeah, I also got the <laughs> I also got the uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Nights into dreams. Uh, extended or the limited edition nights into dreams which will be shipping in march so i'll have to wait for that but i am excited about that and then also nice. you know what you know those stylophone things with the little stylus and you can like it's like a little piano yeah. so, but I, I got one of those but it's like it's like a synthesizer version where it's got like all these envelope filters and stuff like that so you can do a bunch of cool stuff with it it's it's, it's rad got that from a friend so you should do the uh you should do the, the gorillas uh it's been gorillas, uh, clint eastwood theme on there the doom 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 yeah doom. yeah that's that's a great idea i will i will get right on that nice. um we rolling right along though i mean past our updates to like what's so we've got a bunch of stuff has happened this week we haven't been I able got, to i got stuff oh right okay 
No. You said wow, you were tired. You said you were yeah, tired. I, I thought tired. I was doing I you a favor. To, I went to my update. Okay. Before the show, Pat told us he had like one pickup and it was something he couldn't show on camera. So we're, so we're okay. like, oh, okay. Well, well I mean, all right. other stuff. I go ahead. Talk about it. I'm, I'm about to go bring oh, out your day. At the Harkins. I love, <laughs> love Harkins. Uh, I got some dollies. I'll try to send pictures in the chat of that. I don't want to run the okay. room right now. Okay. And uh, yeah, I got a cool painting desk, so that was kind of neat. And a desk, a uh, new computer desk. Eventually, I just nice. To not be sick to go get it. So right, setting yeah. stuff. That's about it. A painting desk, though, oh, is that like one yeah. of those like art desks? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's got wheels on it, so I can roll it around the house and paint in other rooms. Too. That'll oh, be nice. very useful for your Warhammer 40k habit. That, yeah, that'll be rad. <laughs> exactly. It'll be good, so I can paint on the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> you should paint on the toilet. Because okay. it rolls, right? You can just roll right, right into the bathroom. It's got the, exactly. got the wheels right on the bathroom, amazing. Doubles as a as a TV dinner card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. Nice. Amazing so the world that we gosh. live in. Um, so, anything uh, else? Yeah, so uh, if that is all, um, we, we've had a lot of news happen in like the last week since the last show that none of us have been able to write up because uh, we're all lazy gits. Um, and also it's just been very busy because it's Christmas yes. and whatnot. Uh, I specifically have just been a lazy git last couple well, Tuesday and Wednesday I had off. There was not a holiday unless you want to count Tuesday as a box as boxing day, which it was. But uh, I just kind of felt you like sitting around the house British and writing news. This so is America. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a Canadian holiday, Boxing Day. Thank you right. very much. I'm pretty sure Boxing and Day is in being the in Northeast well, Ohio, right? I'm I'm just across the lake from Canada, uh, and some people say that our accent is similar to Canadians. So, you know, Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. Everyone. I thought you were supposed um, to play Punch Out on Boxing Day. Yeah. No? Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. You could. Yeah, I okay. guess. <laughs> Uh, wah, wah. Okay, so wah, anyway, anyway, a bunch of news happened this past week. None of us wrote this about it. It's Saturn, Saturn, so it's Saturn. Center Ring Boxing on Boxing. Yeah, I was Center saying, Ring Boxing. You stole my joke, Dan. Okay, fine. Dave, <laughs> we're in sync. Again for yeah. his insolence. No, we're in sync. You can't make me disappear just because we're like, you know, mind melding over here, Pack. Okay, on. fine. Without Who who published Center Ring Boxing in, in the U.S.? Victor. Uh, yeah, Victor. Yep. Except it was JVC in the U.S. Oh. Who, who's Victor, right? Why Back are you <laughs> leading me astray, Pat? Come on. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you, it you is Victor. Right? Now. I think I think it's the only game that they publish in the U.S. Because we didn't get KO Flying Squadron in the U.S. So there you go. Yeah, we got KO um, Flying Squadron one though. This is true. But that was published by JVC. Yeah. That that was that published was by JVC. That was not on the Saturn. No, it wasn't. Uh, but it wouldn't was it be also amazing? a game that I liked that I okay. don't want to pay two thousand dollars for. So unofficially, what news do we want to talk <laughs> about first that we don't have an article for? Well, uh, right after our show ended last week, um, Archipel released their uh, documentary on Kenji Eno. Eno. Right, a right after, uh, like a half right hour after. Yeah, it was like <laughs> half an hour after the show ended. They yeah. put it up on YouTube. Of course, it came out like the week before uh, at their in-person uh, exhibit. Yes. Um, kind of celebrating Kenji Eno's uh, life 10 years after his death. And uh, and I guess having panels with other video game um, designers and artists and musicians as well. Um, but yeah, uh, they they put the documentary up a week later online for everyone to watch. And right. uh, I don't know about you, but that's what I watched that night. Yep, <laughs> I'm absolutely. Uh, English dub, to be honest. <laughs> there was no English dub, I'm afraid. You should but, not uh, there wait. Was, there were subtitles, thankfully. It's amazing. Um, so did so did you guys actually watch it? Yeah, uh, I watched uh, it I as soon as it. I watched it as soon as it went live. We we tweeted it, Pat. 
on uh, our I account. I didn't tweet it. No, I did, but I mean, you see our tweets, I right? I didn't see it. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't see it. I guess I, that's I, why well, Pat retweets. I was so busy with those parties. <laughs> he, was, he was busy. No, yeah, I watched it immediately because uh, I've been waiting for it for a year, and it was amazing. What did you think, Dan? Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the – I guess it was interesting how they kind of formatted it oh, by looking at um, – uh, each game he put out right they, they sort of uh yeah they sort of like categorized the chapters of the documentary by the games he by released the games including you know released. a couple on saturn d mm-hmm. and enemy zero um uh and then you know moved on to d2 on the dreamcast mm-hmm. and um uh, i guess i i don't know i thought it was interesting to kind of get these different sides uh, of Kenji Eno from the people who knew him. It was interesting hearing from his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed like she was, I don't know if she's good at hiding it or what, but she seemed like she was in surprisingly good spirits, you know, right. talking about her husband. I, mean, I guess uh, maybe enough time has passed. It's enough been 10 time years has passed. That she kind of smile yeah. about him. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it sounds well, like also... there, there were some hard times. Like he, he would put in long hours, like a lot of video game developers do, and not see his family. Um, but it was neat seeing like the, the home videos of like him with his little son. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That was really cool. It's not like Japanese uh, folks to get really mushy emotional on, on yeah. screen either. Because cultu- culturally speaking, like, I mean, even, even for Westerners, you know, we'll be like, oh, stop, stop the camera. I can't take it. But, but I mean, like it really isn't, I wouldn't have expected her to get, you know, I would expect her to kind of hold it in. I mean, and I'm sure yeah. like if she starts thinking about the, that time, you know, but I mean, she even said, it, it said it herself, he was rarely home, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's like, you, you wonder like how, how deep their relationship goes, you know, or how, how much, you know, I'm not in, implying that she didn't have like deep feelings for him, but I mean, when you're away from a person so much, you kind of already uh, you have, lose a lot of time. You, you could have been making memories. Exa- with him. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of time has gone by. He really put himself into his work, which is not atypical of you know. It's it's like what a lot of Japanese uh, salarymen do, and I mean, you know, creative types. You know, they they do. They just culturally, it's a it's a culture that really really pushes the importance of work. You know, over everything mm-hmm. else. Um, and I mean, that's why they're a lot. We've, we've discussed this before. That's why a lot of their game development houses were able to like be so much more productive than Western developers. Cause they sleep under their desk and they get the, they get it done in like these crazy, uh, sh- short, uh, Sounds deadlines. Familiar. But I mean, yeah, he, he, uh, the, the, the takeaway, I think the biggest takeaway from the entire documentary, which you might agree is that he basically, he basically popularized the idea of, of putting cr- the creators forward, you know? And like, yeah, ha- and, and, yeah and, that was kind of the big theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like before Eno, it wasn't like the individual creators were seen, at least in Japan, you know? Um, and, and, and that is so true because over here, Miyamoto is like a rock star, but over there mm-hmm. in Japan, I've heard it said that like your average, uh, you know, Japanese consumer doesn't even know who Miyamoto is because they don't, mm. Or, or, or maybe now, maybe by now, but like back in the day and even in, in the, the 90s. 90s and even 2000s, like they just didn't. They'd be like, Miyamoto, who's that? Because it's always mm. brand first. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, you know, not not the individual people. Whereas like 
with um, with the, with us with Americans is like we see something we really like and we're always curious like who's behind this like who made this really like is, yeah, yeah we're like following right. the, the the director people who are the making pr- yeah we're, we we look at you know the teams behind right. different games and and what game they move on to next and mm-hmm. that sort of thing Pat's dying <laughs> Pudgy says is any, everybody in chat please send positive vibes Pat's way and try to keep him upright during the show <laughs> yes also send him Kleenex <laughs> yes. So yeah, uh, it was but, wonderful. Folks should definitely watch it. Pat, when you're feeling yeah, better, it was cool. When you're feeling better, definitely watch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I had really some liked, good stories in it. I really like the the idea of the uh, the the he's really one of the first of the rising of the uh, mm-hmm. of the game developer celebrities. I mean, they're really yeah. I mean, a lot of the the other ones U.S. centric like John Carmack, you know, John Romero, like uh, <clears throat> American McGee mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really really you know was one of the first along with Kojima to really become right. that iconic developer you know because we had i also will wheaton of course i almost forgot yeah. that and um will wheaton, will wheaton. did a dsx <laughs> will we uh will ups was it uh not will wheaton shit oh uh <laughs> i know who you mean and now i'm blanking on his last name too because we're matter, in sync today apparently so so pat uh kojima oh, inspector too war inspector i'm War inspector okay well, Ke- kojima is in the documentary he he goes on record a lot about yeah, he is he very he, they were good friends he had a lot of respect for him will right that's it will yeah right. will right yeah. Uh, okay yeah so, so you'll like it for that for that alone is like you get a lot of Kojima time in, in in this documentary. In addition to some other folks who like spend a lot of close time with uh, with Kenji Eno and have some amazing th- stories to tell. I think my yeah, I think my favorite part of it, and I won't spoil the whole story. You should definitely watch the documentary. I think to, I know what it, one you're gonna say. Yeah, uh, the the story where they're on like a car ride. Yes. and they end up in a storm. That's insane. And they've got to take shelter and eventually escape, and it's like I know. It Exactly. It was like such a, such like a, a movie or something. Like I couldn't believe that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. What's so funny is that hits so close to home because I know exactly mm. where they got stopped. There's oh, like this yeah. little, there's this little town on the on the seaside called La Conchita, and mm. it and I know exactly what they're talking about because it did. <clears throat> the entire thing got wiped out. Uh, the entire wow. hill and all the houses. There was like a mudslide and it went out into <clears throat> the ocean and the roads were blocked off and people there there was like flooding and uh, this American Life did a huge story on it and this happened mm. right back then at, at that at, what was it 2002 or whatever so yeah like I knew exactly what he was talking about because that's the way that we drive to go to Cayucas every year so yeah it was that's funny cool. listening to him say that yeah it was cool anyway awesome uh, so, okay so, yeah, so that, that was, happened and then what else happened. <laughs> um, next thing because I, I have a notepad document here uh, Frog Bull who previously put out footage of a Metal Gear Solid demo that yes. he made running on the Saturn he uh, put out footage of a Final Fantasy 7 demo running on a Saturn we showed um, that we, we showed that, that last week uh, last we week did, on the yeah, show yeah at the very yeah. end yeah. well yeah we haven't written about it we haven't on the written site about it no yeah which I apologize for that's okay um, but uh, yeah, the, he's he's done it again, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's uh, oh, gonna he did it again, mm-hmm. taking all these PlayStation gems and getting them running on the Saturn just just for the sake of it. It's, uh, it's I'd pretty love cool. I'd do a full well, game for it, but I don't know how hard that could be. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like I thought I saw a comment on YouTube or Discord or something where it seemed like he kind of budged a little bit on his position of not actually putting out playable code maybe maybe hmm. he's considering it with all the like positive reception he's gotten i don't he's know he's gonna get like a getting like so. a, the thing is i don't know where how he would do for the game competition because it's like i thought i saw oh, Anthony. He's not, he hasn't entered it into the competition i'm saying I, if he did i don't know what the legality of that hmm. would be 
Yeah. Or I mean, if that would be count as that would that be count as an original game at that point? But I guess if we counted uh, uh, the, the the port of uh, Wolfenstein, I guess technically then we'd have yeah. to theoretically count that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought Anthony said that it, uh, Knight said that it like wasn't technically running on Saturn. Um, in in the chat, I mean, well, technically, oh, I know it's not. It's on an it's running on an emulator, but um, yeah. s- something something about uh, you know, I don't I don't think that if you just took the code and put it on, it would run on real hardware. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, uh, but I mean, definitely it's like based on XL2's engine, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be rad if he'd put out playable code or even open source it and let folks mess around with it, you know? But, uh, yeah. 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 Frog, uh, Moose Track says that Frog Bowl said he rushed it out for Christmas. Also, Roberto, uh, Cristino said, looking at my collection, I see on the spines for JVC, Highway 2000, Impact Racing, KO Flying Squadron yeah. 2, Pinball Graffiti, and Victory Boxing. Thank they you did, for that. They did a there lot more in the JVC UK. JVC did, did several games. They published a yeah, lot uh, more yeah, stuff. Yeah, a couple of those the, are UK in, games. Exactly. Like we would get, <laughs> we would get Impact Racing and Highway 2000, but those would be Natsume. Well, Highway 2000, I think, oh, was really? Natsume. Yeah. Uh, okay. Impact Impact Racing was something else, Acclaim or something like that. So, anyway. So they're more active. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. I okay. designed Mr. Bones. <clears throat> I do not know. Uh, I don't want homebrew know. like Unreal last year. Knight says, "Yeah, I mean it's homebrew, but it's also homebrew that's using the game design and art assets of existing games." Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I don't think I don't think the Unreal a bit of a gray area assets. Uh, I mean, well, I guess Unreal did too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure it did use art assets at least, and like the probably sound effects. Yeah, from the original oh, game. Oh, those the guys that designed Mr. Bones. Oh, I don't know who those two are. I guess that's who they are. Uh, uh, we have yeah. to keep the ball rolling though because uh, we have to okay. get to our, our main yep, yep. topic <laughs> of discussion so what else okay so next we've got a couple of cool things that bo bales has done he, you know famously has poked around with a lot of sonic team games on the saturn mm-hmm. and uh he found a cheat code that you can input in the uh u.s version of clockwork night 2 to activate Clockwork Night 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both games are in Clockwork Night 2, and you can play the first one, which that's how it is in one of the Japanese releases. Right. It's, um, it's basically Fukubukuro both. Yeah. edition. Had yeah, both of them as a collection. And apparently what they do is they just took that Fukubuko collection and right. uh, put it out in the United States yeah. and just localized it and then just disabled Clockwork Night 1 so that they could, I guess, keep selling Clockwork Sell Night Clockwork 1. Night- but it for was still years, there and for, just a, a cheat code. Yeah, for what? For years, years now. We've almost. thought we've thought that we had the inferior like we, we thought we yeah. just got the Clockwork Night 2 and oh we, we of course that we would never get Fukubukuro, right? That's <laughs> and people imported that, you know, so that they could have mm-hmm. both games like bookend it, you know, so they could have both games together and it turns out we just didn't have the front end, you know, they just basically you know, had the game all along. We had it all along. Yeah. And now who knows what's going to happen. I mean, Clockwork Night 2 was already more expensive on eBay, like over the past decade, you know, it, it's been double what Clockwork Night 1 was. I, and mo- mm-hmm. possibly because there weren't as many copies printed or whatever. But I and mean, like Clockwork Night 1 is kind of going for a decent bit of money now anyway. Now, like a quick yeah. copy is like, what, 50 bucks or more? Right. For two, a launch game, I mean, two was already like a fifty to seventy-five dollar game like a decade ago. I, I'm, yeah. maybe not a decade ago, but like, you know, back in 
2016, 17 or whatever. So who knows what it's going to be now, but, but yeah, that it's just crazy. Like I, I'm really yeah. into all the stuff that Bo, Bo is doing. Like, I love this like research or reverse engineering of these games and like digging yeah, into the too. code. It's so who, cool. I love, get, I love hearing about like stuff that's been hidden away in these games for decades. And now we're just finding out about it. Um, yeah, which we'll get to some, a lot is, of more uh, of that in the top 10. If yeah, Bo, the, cool, the coolest one I think is the, uh, is, is the Malinko's fine with, uh, 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 uh tim what's his NBA name Jam. NBA yeah, Jam we'll, yeah. we'll get to that we'll get to that and i mean um, really quick though I, bo just yeah. focuses on sonic team games for the most part right you know so it's like uh yeah it's like one of the only times he's branched out to clockwork, clockwork night. night so i mean if he's listening here's one that i want him to dig into uh of all games and it's funny is uh what is independence day okay independence day mm. on the saturn has a Tizen link cable screen like it has a it has the mm. it suggests that there's link cable support in the menu but you can't actually it doesn't lead anywhere um or i'm mm. sorry it's in the manual it's in the manual there's a picture in the manual of link cable support and it's like telling you how to do it but then in the menu it's not there and i'm just wondering if they kind of like turned it off you know um i've always yeah. wondered can we about, re-enable it, can we re-enable it? Awesome. is it even there did they did, is it just a dead end who knows but it's like that's that's the thing. There's so many games out there that probably have a, a bunch is, of do secrets. Do you want to play it? Do you want to play? Yeah, sure, I do. <laughs> I want to play Tyson Link. Uh, oh, Dave, it's it's not do. it's not terrible, Pat. It's not you great. I'll play yourself. with you, Dave. You'll need to clone no, yourself, and you'll be able to find now. another person to play with you. John Hancock I, I will play. John Hancock will play it with me. He loves that game. Um, <laughs> I'll bring uh, it. I'll bring go, it to PRGE. I just Go want to ahead. put it out there what the code is to enable Clockwork Night 1 in yes. Clockwork Night 2. Um, and that is when you're at the main title screen, okay. you want to type into your gamepad up, down, left, up, left, down, right, up, L, R, L, R. So there you go. Up, there down, you go. Left, up, left, left, down, right, up. L, R, L, R. You have to put this in every time you, uh, you play the game and want to play it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Every time you boot it up, I don't think it like saves your profile. In fact, I think even if you uh, beat the game or hit the reset button or something like that, it'll, it'll go back to the title screen and like it's it's Clockwork Night One is gone again. Mm. You have to put the code again mm. in, in or something. So yeah, um, so it's a little bit, little bit uh, touchy. But yeah, there you go. But it's it it's even worth making a uh, hack of that to do to do it automatically. Yeah. Uh, they already did that. <laughs> uh, Private Eye put out an action oh. replay code. Oh. It's not a hack. It's an action replay code. It's an action replay um, code. Okay, well, then it could be, be cool. turned into a Delta patch. I'm sure Bo could turn it into a Delta, Delta patch. Yeah, which I have this vague recollection that they that he put something into the Sega Extreme contest. Let me check real quick because I got it up here. Could be. For folks who um, don't know, uh, Clockwork Night 1 and 2 were basically essentially just one game. They were always planning on having it be like this this one game but they had to reach that uh, that early you know launch deadline so they basically had to like push out half the game and kind of just cut it put a bookend on the middle there and then like work on like refining the code and put out eventually part two um but it was Mm -hmm. so even when you play part one it does feel kind of like it ends abruptly you know and that's because it was never supposed to end like that it was just supposed to be one big game and that they ended up cutting in half uh, so yeah, the the fact that they released Fukubukuro with both games, kind of is what you should have gotten from from the beginning. So yeah, it's it's neat that that you can now have Fukubuki. Okay, yeah, they did put out an an X Delta. Oh, patch. did they? Okay. Uh, I don't know why you didn't use 
biggest iron patcher, but it's fine. X-Delta's fine, too. I just used um, it today. Yeah, it's in the resource area of Sega Extreme. It says Clockwork Night 2 US version, enable part one. He, he mentions the code, and then he also has a download there, uh, and the patch will just... Uh, uh, enable mm-hmm. it'll just dis- it'll alter the instruction that disables part one so right. you can play part one without putting in a code so there you uh, go leaps to uh leaps to the sega saturn the sega saturn this is my leaving's console so bo mentioned the reason why bo didn't we are now a German cast, but you know, the reason why <laughs> Bo doesn't use Sega Saturn Patcher is because he said that it, it's been crashing on him quite oh, a bit. Oh, right, like, right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but but he said like X Delta has been pretty stable for him. I just mm-hmm. use, I just used it today to patch out Knights, and it worked very easily. It was, it's like the same kind of like simple tool, you know. So. I guess yeah, yeah. to each their own. Uh, you know, obviously the idea with Sega Saturn Patcher would just be to get like a one, you know, one tool for everything kind of thing. But right. uh, but yeah, I mean, if it's crashing on them, I, I understand the need to use something else. Um, okay, so the next thing? Yeah, what's the next thing? Okay, so the next thing is also Bo Bales related. Uh, he got... Bo Bailey's. Uh, yeah, a night, he got Knights into dreams working with the new retro bit controller that just uh came out yeah first um, first of course the, I mean, that controller technically works with it but it doesn't use the shoulder <laughs> right. buttons to mm-hmm. do aerial tricks which i guess i didn't realize i wasn't mm-hmm. doing when i was playing it the other day on christmas because i don't know how to play knights okay so, so i, I, so, I have to thank you by the way dave for holding your tongue as i'm sitting there ignorantly saying hey i can do tricks and not realizing oh i'm actually just using the drill dash or whatever right right uh, and you're very kind i appreciate it you're you're an angel dave for just um being quiet and letting me um this is say my ignorance right but, but <laughs> i would have been meaner so. you're, you're, i know you would have <laughs> okay the Dave thing is, is Dan, nice. Dan, you're illustrating exactly why they jumped the gun and put it out the way that it is. Because yeah, maybe. I don't think that they had playtesters that knew the games well enough to know what they're supposed to do. Um, yeah. Case in point, when Claris and Elliot fall to the ground, if you're, if you're not a great Knights player, chances are you will end up on the ground walking around. And when I sure did. And when you do, and when you okay, so when you do run out of time and, and you do end up on the ground, it reverts back to digital input mode, and the, yeah, it's the triggers. Degrees. I did notice that. And the triggers, the triggers work. So to the uninitiated, they try the triggers, and it turns the camera, and they say, "Oh, okay, it works." You know, so yeah. So the thing is, they didn't know, and so they pushed it out to get it out before Christmas. So they could sell them before Christmas, and and um, like Sega Lord X just released a video his his review he even he 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 messaged me he's like do you know if they're working on this have you heard anything no radio silence it's and and i've mm-hmm. tagged them on on twitter and stuff like that and they said we're aware of it and we're working on it and that's all i had you know so mm-hmm. so he was like i have to go live with this review it's been you know i gotta go live with this review and if if they mm-hmm. haven't fixed it then i need to just say <laughs> say it like it is and basically he was like every every analog support supported game that i threw at it the shoulder triggers didn't work so no brakes, mm. no no acceleration and braking in in uh, in racing games, no strafing in first person shooters. Just 
didn't work, right? So um, I don't mean to be rude, but did they even test this? Like, like, <laughs> right? So, like, so do they not know? Do they not play any of these? Like, I don't mean to be rude, but like, no, we none of this, this does. Out, like three times, we pointed out the. It seemed like a large oversight. We pointed it out. They kept saying they were aware of it. They're like, oh yeah, other people mentioned that too. So we're just like, okay, so okay. We will trust that you guys are gonna do. You know, we'll trust that you guys are gonna fix it before you put the controller out. But that's not what happened. Anyway, Bo fixed it. Bo uh, through an action replay patch, and then subsequently an X Delta that's available on Sega Extreme for you guys to download. Now you can patch out Nights into Dreams NTSCU, and it works perfectly with the controller. I would even go as far as to say. It feels great. In fact, I play, uh, nice. I need to work on it a little bit more getting used to like the, the tiny travel of the joy con stick, you know, but for what it's worth, latency is very acceptable. It's, it's quite low. And, uh, you know, like all the other great things that we had to say about it, Pat, those still stand. Right. So like, and yeah, Dan, the thing is, is that, is that, um, like to me, it's like, and I know I've seen this a lot before the products, but I think it's kind of, uh, mm. kind of d like just like egregious that a f like we have to patch a game sure. to get to work with a piece of hardware and not the vice versa. Right. So it's then of course, yeah, well it's so so I posted this video up with, with you know praising Bo's mm -hmm. efforts and I, mm -hmm. I tagged them. I tagged Retrobit because I want them to see the video. I want them to catch on and I want them right. to patch out their product because because Knight said this can be fixed. This, essentially it it can be done the op the 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 reverse you know through mm -hmm. via a firmware update and so they responded yeah that they that they are aware of it uh they're fixing it and they're also addressing several other things uh yeah they said they have a firmware already that fixes it but they don't right. want to push the firmware out until they make some other fixes that they mm -hmm. didn't specify right that's fair so, i mean that's good news it, uh it's just it took yeah. the air it kind of like it kind of just sours it a bit i think like i agree with pat that it wouldn't it have been better if they just waited and put it out uh you know good to go so yeah it's, why is this firmware coming out now why didn't it ship with it just a month ago it has you the know? same it, yeah it, it it hits the same as like the panzer dragoon uh remake kind of thing you know it's like mm. it'll get there um but it all it kind of let, it, it kind of left us all a little underwhelmed at first you know just yeah, because i, of, I think mm -hmm. the thing is is that is that we're we we said this before, and Saturn is not their first market that they have to aim for. It's the, the Nintendo Switch use people using it on, which I'm sure like, it works great for that consoles. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like we're gonna be the last to get the good stuff, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, I mean you know, but then again, we're the we're the picky ones, right? I mean, that's okay. I mean, like I, I admit not, that. I don't think it's picky to f point out the controller is literally flawed. What does it do? What does it do well though? Like what does it get right? It's, it, it uses better plastics, I can say that. Like, it definitely, yeah. it feels better. The I shoulder don't, buttons feel better. I'm not worried about breaking the D-pad anymore. Uh, it doesn't jiggle around. It seems very nice. D-pad's very yeah. nice. You have it mm -hmm. too, Dan. So, to it. I mean, as a digital pad, it's perfect, essentially. Yeah, I don't, ha I don't have it in my little hall here to show, but I did yeah. get uh, one of these controllers for Christmas, too. Yeah. Right. Did you say something? Yeah. You say it, you mentioned an issue about auto-off or, or getting or when it goes into standby, like it might, or maybe that was Derek, A-Team, oh, talked about yeah. like it killing the battery in standby. No, that was me. I was sitting oh, was there. Your... I had uh, beaten Christmas nights, and so the credits were rolling, and I was just okay. like sitting. I put my controller down. I was sitting on my phone, you know, seeing what people were saying on Discord or whatever. And then, like, the credits end, so I go pick up my controller and, like, keep playing. 
and like the controller had automatically turned itself off. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, that's fine. I press a button and it like could not reconnect to the receiver. And okay. so then I was trying to do the whole like holding down what they tell you to do to pair it, hold down the button and press mm-hmm. the button on the receiver. And I did that several times and it would not repair. And the only thing I could think of besides some kind of weird glitch was that uh, maybe it didn't have enough power to because I just take it right out of the box, started using it. I didn't charge it. So maybe it just was running out of juice. They had, you know, done a a few run throughs of nights at that point. Um, Nights, Christmas nights anyway. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. So I plugged it in to charge it and then I I actually haven't tried it again since then. So I I should make sure that the damn thing works. Uh, But yeah, that was kind of annoying though that it's like, well, this was working five minutes ago. It auto turned off and now it's just done. So I did just take the receiver out and put in my actual wired original 3D controller, you know, just Mm -hmm. as I could keep playing nights on Mm -hmm. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, latency wise i want to say so actually speaking to your point it should when you press start it should like like it should go to sleep and and uh, to save battery but when you press start it should wake back up and start functioning the fact that it doesn't mm-hmm. that is kind of strange what i would do rather than trying to repair it is just pull yank out the dongle and then plug it back in and it'll go through like the reinitialization process because mm. it's I didn't think about that the dong and that that seems to work really well I noticed that there. I noticed personally that it doesn't want to work when you have an action replay. In it. Like I noticed that about mm-hmm. the the RetroBit controller, because I've been using the action replay to do these codes with Bo, ba- uh, you know, Bo Bill's codes. Um, when I'm using the RetroBit controller uh, with the action replay menu, it doesn't work. So I had to actually mm-hmm. enter the action. You know, use a wired controller to get the action replay code fired up and then switch over to the RetroBit controller. So that's an interesting little debugging piece of information as well. But Weird. It does work with the satiator menu. Yes, it I does. It works it. it works fine with the satiator menu. You're, you're uh, correct, and it, used, so. it works in the pseudo-Saturn uh, menu. I have yeah. uh, one of those red uh, pseudo-Saturn cartridges with a switch on top. Right. Um, which I do have in the console at the same time as my satiator for, you know, whatever reason I might need it to be yeah. usually just to have extra ram and you can at least navigate through that menu mm-hmm. but of course it isn't the stock action replay menu so that's interesting i didn't do i haven't done any kind of like extreme frame analysis in terms of like latency but um like i said i, I feel like the late the latency that's there is on par with what we've become accustomed to with like bluetooth mm-hmm. controllers joy cons uh playstation four three and four controllers um what i will say though is i was playing um i was playing uh road rash with jesse the other day and we were playing with the the, the retro bit controller works great you know digital mode right and then mm-hmm. I just just decided, you know, let me try a wired controller and see if there's any performance advantage, right? And um, I don't. It was. It's very slight, so it could be a placebo. But I did do a lot better. I did do better with a wired oh, really? controller. Yeah. Um, the, not only is the shape much more familiar in my hands, it's slightly smaller. Um, it's I and also it's just yeah like the response was just very very like immediate you know mm-hmm. and and that makes sense because there is a difference right like it's impossible it, it's impossible no matter how good wireless controllers get for them ever to be as good as wired right you know because it's just mm-hmm. it's just theoretically and literally impossible wired is immediate you know so yeah so there there is 
I did I did perceive like a performance advantage with a wired controller, but going back to the wireless controller, it was still fun. Like we were having fun and it wasn't it didn't take away from the gameplay experience at all. I would just say that for folk folks should always bear that in mind that if you're really looking to like play like a shmup and you're want, and you're serious about scoring high, then you shouldn't be considering wireless anyway. You know, um but if you're looking yeah. for like a daily driver controller that's going to do 90% of what you need to do, this is a great option, you know, for sure. Well, I, I and I have to say a, a big reason I wanted this controller, not the only reason, of course, but a big reason was to have <clears throat> that uh, that Saturn, mm -hmm. you know, that Sega D-pad right. for games on my Switch. Yeah. Um, and, and also have analog sticks available because, like, I've used RetroBit Sega mm -hmm. um, controllers with my uh switch before but they don't come with analog sticks and sometimes in some games like that's an actual problem mm -hmm. um so it's really nice that this one at least comes with those so i guess for probably the main reason that they built this thing uh was a reason that i did want to have it so yeah you know yeah well, shout out nice 59 um, viewers thank you for watching oh yeah yes, everybody thank you. and and moose track said he was confused about whether this was a patch for the game that we we're talking about from uh from bow bales yeah it's a patch you can download that also from the resources area of segaextreme.com um it says nights into dreams us version fixed for retro bit analog pad and for that the, is also the an x delta patch yeah. yeah yeah to make the triggers work while you are controlling knights so mm -hmm. yep that is a a patch for the game so, um but but what retro bit is working on is a firmware for the controller that uh i guess yeah. you would have to hook it up to your pc to load on there and then it should work mm -hmm. on games without having to patch the games mm -hmm. so I, I wanted to mention uh, really quick is that within this past year, I believe Pat and I picked up the 8-bit Doe Saturn pads, you know, um, which they they were great uh, when they were working. But I have to admit, like, I leave mine plugged into my Switch charging, you know, and it won't turn on now, like, at all. It just won't. Like, I went to use it the other day, and it just won't light up at all. Like, it, and uh, yeah. it's concerns me. Like, I've been having an issue with mine as well, where it doesn't bind the buttons correctly, so it, the center buttons are not correct, and it's like uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but just like I can't even use it. it. I can't even use it now because it just won't turn on. So either the I guess the battery is just toast, or are you sure that when your kids didn't drop it? Or um, I'm not. I can't. I can't be 100 percent certain, but it's it's still like maybe flawless. Jesse decided to do a little spike there, and accidentally. Uh... <laughs> well, it's still flawless on the outside. It doesn't look like it sustained any kind of scratches or damage or anything. I've had it kind of tucked away in the entertainment center, and it's just been plugged into yeah. the switch so that it's charging. I don't know if that's a bad on me. Like it shouldn't remain charging. Um, mm -hmm. Folks in the comments, if you if you have any idea, if I like toasted the battery by keeping it on the charger. Um, but I mean, you know, like I'm not going to be using that thing all the time, you know, and when I'm not using it, I, I want to make sure that it's topped up when I do Maybe go to use it. Maybe it doesn't even charge. Maybe you have to charge it into like a wall charger. But I tried that too. I try, I try, I've tried different cables. I tried the mm. cable that came with it. I tried plugging into the switch, plugging into a wall charger. It will not light up. It will not charge. Um, so yeah, I don't I know. I kind of just prefer the, I just kind of prefer the, the retrobit <laughs> controller. I mean, yeah. now that I have the, the, the one with the d-pad i might just use that one by default because it has the nicer stuff on it yeah and all the buttons are correct so it's like oh another crappy thing happened i finally <laughs> i finally have started experiencing switch joy con drift and oh, it is a yeah. it is I, a I nightmare 
Like I can't, it's not, I can't, it's beyond the point. And it's because my kid plays the console, right? And he's like, he play he plays it a lot. He's rough on it. But I mean, it's like, it's beyond the point where I can even collect, uh, do the, I don't you know. have a kid. I'm not rough on my Joy-Cons. <laughs> and it and still happens to you. Still started drifting. It's the yeah, left one. It's, it's the left one, right? Oh my left God. One, does yeah. it drift mm -hmm. up? Does it drift up? No, it's, uh, it pulls left. I think it pulls, it pulls left. left. Oh my God. So yeah. I can't even calibrate it anymore. It's beyond calibrated. It's just shot. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to do what yeah. Knight did. I'm going to have to buy those gully kit replacements, well, which the, he's by he, the hall sensor, the hall sensor ones. Joysticks, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure if Knight yeah. really liked those at the end of the day. Um, he's in our he's in he's in the chat. I don't know if his mic works, but I'd be interested to know his take on those because he did perform that replacement. And uh, yeah, Trick said Saturn BT is looking better every day. Yeah, yeah Saturn we'll, we'll BT. Get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, okay, cool. Um, so anything I else? Have, I have one last yes. I have one last little news thing that we will uh, that I'll mention before we get to our top ten. Mm -hmm. uh, Malenko. Um, has released a public patch for Bomberman Fight that translates it into English. And you can find that patch on Sega Extreme in the resource area, nice. just like you can find a lot of the other things we've talked about today. Um, yeah, Saturn Bomberman Fight, going to resources, and then Sega Saturn translations. See, um, are the patches that we have on put there this out Wednesday. go public, you know? Yeah, right. This has been available to uh, Shiro patrons for uh, a few months now. And now anyone can download it and try it out. So yeah, in its current stage, he's right? Got like, yeah, in its current stage, it's not finished. Um, I think he's got like three character stories translated. So that's uh, I believe that'll get you started. He wanted us to he wanted us to boost the signal um, and put out a call to arms for folks, mm -hmm. anybody who wants to help him uh, carry it past the finish line. Um, mm -hmm. Because yeah, he told me that it was like. Yeah, he's worked on it a lot and he's gotten a lot done, but it's still far from finished and yeah. he needs help. So if anybody's interested in lending a helping hand with Saturn Bomberman fight, um, please get get in touch with Malenko. Um, because again, like sometimes the sometimes these projects can be just like a massive undertaking, you know? And he's also a dad and he's got a job and there's a lot of like life can get in the way you know so it's like the more mm -hmm. hands on deck the the more like we can help get these things done so yeah just reach out to malenko if you're interested in helping in any way um i'm not exactly sure yep. i'm not exactly sure what it was that he said that he needed help with specifically i can look at our at my dm but um, i think he was running out of space for more translations so he needs to figure out a way to uh do like a different encoding or uh variable width font something like that he's also um, been uh, kind of He's also been collecting a lot of long boxes. He's like, I've, I've almost caught up to you. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Malenko says in chat, get one byte reads working and not break everything else. So, yeah, uh, that would help. He's got to okay. just fit more text into a smaller space. Yes. So, okay. So There's I a mean, lot to that game. And I apologize. He, this is, I should have shouted this out last week, but I forgot. But, yeah. Well, it, he, just, it was just Wednesday. Well, oh, you mean like the signal boost thing? Yeah, the yeah. signal boost thing, yeah. Because he, he mentioned that to me back on the 15th, and mm -hmm. uh, and I just, like, was, I was over, over my bandwidth in terms of everything going on, you know. But uh, but now I wanted to just let the community know that, that we need somebody. We need somebody to help out uh, Malenko. So we can get Saturn Bomberman fight done. So please, it is a cool game. It I is like a it. rad. It's it's it really is cool. I mean, yeah, would love to see it finished and 
and I mean, Malenko is a rad guy. I mean, the stuff that he's done and just how prolific he is. Um, I just, I'm hoping that somebody comes along and helps him out. I mean, Art, uh, Art, same thing happened with the Art Jack. You know, he needed help getting uh, Blue Chicago done, and and yeah. somebody came along, and and it, there you are. So, yeah, that's we we got to work together. Um, <laughs> no teamwork worries. makes I still the love dream you. work. Yeah, and <laughs> and and Malenko's collection is looking really sweet too. He's got a nice yeah, like Billy, Billy bookcase, and he's got all he's, he's got a truck. A, he's got a ton of uh, ton Back of U.S. long boxes and a bunch of imported stuff too. So. Good stuff. Slide that collection in the back of the, the bed and just drive away. Hey, Synth. How's it going? Oh, Cheapy. No. <laughs> Cheeple? Cheeple. <laughs> we got oh, Synth, we got synth here. Let it join. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we now? Uh, what's next? Top 10. Top 10. Okay. Uh, well, I guess there's the best of Saturn of this week. I don't know if you uh, okay. want to discuss that real quick. Yeah, we could do that. Let me bring up the browser okay. here. Oh, hey, Synth. Yeah. How's it going? Let's do this. So... Hopefully high schools are not keeping you down. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, one more thing. One more bit of one more mm. bit of update news. I'm starting Seems a new... There's been a lot this week. There's been a lot this week. New page. Okay? New page on Shiro. It's not published yet, but it's something I'm working on. It will be a Sat Sega Saturn address book, or Rolodex, if you will. I want to create a directory for all the people in this community that do amazing stuff, Okay. Um, and I'm talking like game hackers and patchers, homebrew developers, content creators, uh, repairs and mod technicians, trusted resellers. Um, I want it all. Like I want blog writers and and uh, book writers. We've we've got several friends who do that Can stuff. You put my on there? Um, yes, absolutely. So it's going to read like a phone book, okay? And it's going to have simple, you know, you know, profile image name one sentence regarding Home what address, you do phone number social no. security number simple you you can opt in or opt out of having some kind of contact information there but i'm not using like email address i'm using like info the word at you know separated and then email address so wherever, it can't get scraped and whether or not you are open to commissions okay so like whether or not you happen to be open to being approached about a new project okay cuz like i've had folks in the professional game scene reach out to me and they're like do you know anybody who's currently looking to um looking for work like for translation work you know and um you know i reached out to like greg lacquerware right and he mm -hmm. was like i would but i'm super busy right now but here's somebody you know that you might reach out to you know and there's a few people that we know right so if you w are interested, please DM me, okay? Just please DM me with simple details, and I'll add you to the directory. And that way, people from outside our really, like, insulated community will be able to get in touch with you for interviews or if they need work or if they need help with something. Um, I think it would just be a, a great added resource to our website. So please, yeah, Oops. reach out to me if you'd like to be added to that Rolodex, okay? Um, we have a I'll, super chat if somebody wants to read it. Yeah, super chat. Yes, Malenko. Malenko. I'm translate still not initial translate D. D. <laughs> translate initial translate D. Translate the D. I want the D initial. It's initial okay. Thank I'll you, continue Malenko. to play. I'll continue to play it untranslated. I, I just need to get good at reading Japanese. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, we already know the story about initial D. Right. Boy, boy doesn't know how to drive car. Boy gets super good at driving car, and then he breaks his car because he got smoked by a uh, right. By a uh, a Mazda was it, was it no the uh, Mitsubishi Lancer Evos 
You know what's so funny is I've been watching Days of Thunder. Or not been watching. Mm. I watched Days of Thunder the other day with Tom Cruise. Mm. It's like Top Gun, but with Daytona rally or stock cars. I think yeah. they got that idea. They might have gotten that idea from that because, again, like he knows how to drive a car, but he doesn't know anything about cars. And uh, and Sega went on record saying that they got their inspiration for Daytona USA from, you know, like Days of Thunder and the Indianapolis mm. 500 and everything. So it's, nice. it's just interesting how how games and anime take inspiration you from, know, you know, media and you know pop culture. The, so there's a there's a YouTuber named uh, Patrick H. Willems. And uh, he does a lot of cool, uh, like, film analysis and that sort of thing. And he actually just put out a video about Days of Thunder the other day. Not just Days of Thunder. Yeah, not just Days of Thunder, but, like, a, a lot of those movies from the 80s uh, that were Days produced that show with Hulk Hogan? by the same. Was no. this the one? Wait, was this the video about how, like, Days of Thunder ended the 80s? Yes. Like, yeah, it was, it like, ended the 80s. it was so over budget yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah, so, like, it was tech, it was a critical success, but it was a commercial failure because it just cost them way too much to make, you know? Was yeah. it even a critical success? I mean, because I thought audiences just were kind of, like, tired of that formula, which they had already used yeah. in, like, uh, in uh in in top gun and uh right. a few other movies that i'm blanking out at the moment um yeah yeah this is the video that's the video i'm talking that's about the video. That i saw that like same video i saw that video. same video our feeds must yeah. look a lot alike except for all of the I guess so. body pillow stuff i don't have <laughs> i don't have any body pillow videos okay are you gonna, i do have some, oh, some anime you gotta take that body pillow on a roller coaster <laughs> i'm not taking that boy. i don't want it to fly away take it on a ferris <laughs> wheel you do a, yeah, a picture of you uh you, you know that meme it's it's like it's like it's like my my boyfriend and his and his his two hundred dollar uh, pill, uh body pillow whatever like one of those memes no. that pudgy. Mm -hmm. I need a Sega Segata Sanshiro body pillow. Body pillow, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. In the meantime, I, I got this guy. <laughs> it's so soft. I, I it's like a squish model. Saturn. Saturn. My, my little Saturn. Uh, yeah. I got a Kirby body pillow, but by Kirby body pillow, it's a Kirby plush that's pretty big. So. Oh my god, I got <laughs> I got the kids like life size squish uh pokemon squishmallows and by life oh, size nice. i mean it's like a huge bulbasaur that's like the size of a wow. of, of a real bulbasaur and nice. i'm so jealous like i want them myself i got it i got my son a squirtle and my daughter uh a bulbasaur and yeah i'm so jealous <laughs> nice like i think i might just have to chat uh, I had to donate three dollars, so you can't call me a two dollar whale. Well, you just upgrade yourself to a three dollar whale. Three dollar whale, yeah. Three dollar uh, whale. Okay, okay. Sorry, I apologize. I'm the one <laughs> holding $3 up. Three dollar cute cutie. So what do we got here? Okay, That's best of wrong. Saturn. Oh, I like this one. I can actually talk arcade about this. Arcade greatest hits. I mean hits. No, 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 no. Midway's no. arcade greatest hits. Yeah, so Arcades. Can we have somebody Photoshop a, an S before the H in hits? So there were a, there were a couple of these compilations, a few actually in in Japan. Mm. They were no stranger to these like arcade compilations, but we only got two in the West. We got this, the Midway one, and then the Williams one. Um, I mm. really like the Atari collection. You get um, Asteroids, you know. You get uh, what else? You get uh, Tempest. You know, you dude, get go up with that. What's with that dude? What's with this dude? Is... <laughs> why is he? Why is he existing? I'm he just gonna there. like here. How do, how do I make it so that he's like, just looking right over Pat, uh, right over Dan's shoulder? I'm gonna do that. There you he's go. trying to kiss Dan. He's give a little kiss, kiss. Somebody screenshot that and make it a gif. 
Someone screenshot that. Too close for comfort. <laughs> he wants to kiss you your need a forehead. Space. He wants your body pillow, Dan. He wants that uh, Unage Ritsitsuko <laughs> body pillow. So, okay, I will read what Peter wrote. Compilation games were of varying quality on the Saturn, but Digital Eclipse, uh, shouts to Digital Eclipse, um, mm. and uh, we, Chris Kohler works for Digital Eclipse, and I, I have a great appreciation for Digital Shout Eclipse. Chris Kohler. I think Atari just bought them, right? Or was it the other? Yeah, yeah like I think Atari. Right. It's fu funny that Atari just bought Digital Eclipse, and uh, oh, here, and here we're talking about. Day, yeah. we're, put this out way back in the day. Digital Eclipse's arcade's greatest hits, Atari Collection One, is one of the best. I agree. Six classics: Missile Command, Tempest, Breakout, Asteroids, and Battlezone, and Centipede are faithfully recre recreated in all their glory. The game also includes a well-produced documentary about each title, including interviews with the original programmers. That's who this wow, guy even is. Wow, back in the day. Back, in the, back well, in the day, they were like... Digital Eclipse was doing, you know, like the... Now, didn't they just put out, uh, what was it, Karateka? And it's like this experience where you can play the game and you can get the interviews and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's cool that they were doing this back in the day. Crucially, a save file will keep track of your high scores, which is what these games were all about. Very nice. Thanks, Peter, for posting this up. And nice. honestly, we so we missed out on a few, like, you know, um, oh, James is right. Uh, uh, from the second guy says, I, I love the Capcom Generations compilation release in Japan. Excellent one. Also, the MSX compilation is great in that Japan. That laggy, but it is fun. It's laggy. It's not cheap either. Um, but again, like for folks, like Chaz was saying, he highly recommends it because a lot of folks would just otherwise completely uh, sleep on MSX. You know, they... I mean, it's just too expensive. It's like, so even expensive. Though you're solid is like a five hundred plus dollar game on that thing. It's like, oh yeah. my god. But I mean, so I I have both of these, the Williams and uh, and uh, Midway collections, and I think they're really worth it. Honestly, like I yeah. I I actually used to be so kind of prejudice is not the word. Like I I used to just kind of have negative association with like compilation arcade compilations mm -hmm. because a lot of the times at least in like the ps2 era they would just be emulations you know mm -hmm. but like with this case like they were just porting these you know and they were like creating like these bespoke ports so i felt like it, it was really good like i i, I recommend wouldn't folks you, wouldn't you put like the sega ages volume one in the same vein as this in the street fighter collection oh absolutely uh, and the sega ages yeah, so we it sort was of got so yeah, like arcade set, collections with uh with M two, you know, they, not only would they do excellent emulation, but they'd add the front end and they'd add all the extra bells and whistles to make it an experience, you know. So like, mm -hmm. I I have like the the three D Sega Ages on on three DS, um, and it's too bad we only got the first one, you know. But uh, it's an excellent yeah. excellent stuff, you know. Um, yeah. oh, so Dave, I had a question. Yeah, what's up? Would you would you recommend that people pick up Arcade's greatest shits? I if they can get it for like 40 bucks or less, I think that it's worth it in a long box. And I gotcha. um, and if they can get it for cheaper I, I love, in like a Japanese yeah. uh, release, you know, then yeah, definitely. But I mean, yeah, if you're if you're collecting long boxes, it's not easy these days. They're all really yeah. expensive, but I mean, if you find something for 40 bucks or less, I recommend it. I think it's worth it. It's it's not yeah. going to get cheaper. I really recommend picking up some of the greatest sh uh, shit hits of all time. There are a lot of really You've good ones. You've told that on joke that three times now, Pat. It, it <laughs> How much mileage are you expecting to get out of it? Okay. It's, get, it's getting funnier. Everybody's it's getting funnier. It. Okay. <laughs> it's getting funnier. Trust me. It's it's warming up. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, yeah. 
Malenko says it's saying. easy. It's just up. not cheap. <laughs> he should know. He's he's the one still collecting long boxes now. My yeah. uh, uh, my heart goes out to him because that's uh, not for the faint of heart at this point. Yeah, but he's doing it, and and his marriage is still intact. Anyway, oh, so, okay. for now. For now. <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, it's been 29 years. Uh, so, well, actually, you wrote this, Dan. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's all right. You can read my I'll writing. Read, I'll read what Dan wrote, and then he can Let's take it. Dan's away. It's been 29 years since Sega unleashed the Saturn upon the world. Unleashed the beast. And despite the company washing its hands of the console after just five short years, news continues to be made about it to this day. In 2023, many of the headlines were made by fans themselves. That's the truth. Who are keeping the Saturn alive with projects in both the hardware and software space. Let's take a look at the biggest Saturn stories of this year. Nice little uh, forward there. So what do we I got? Like it. I like it. Saturn BT so, made the list. Yes. Number 10. Uh, and I'll preface it. I didn't say this in the article, but I'll say it here that I did... I put together like a list of like 21 different things that I thought were kind of the bigger things that happened this year. And then I put it up to the, my fellow Shiro's and said, mm -hmm. okay, what do you guys think? Um, and we did say last week on the show, Hey, send us an email about what you think should be in the top 10. And then I don't think anyone sent us an email. So nobody gets that free game, yeah. I guess. Oh, well, <laughs> darn. I'll have to think of a different way to give yeah. it away. Um, we but got, yeah, we got no you emails. guys gave me a couple Maybe of next time. thoughts. You guys gave me some thoughts on the top 10, uh, but I also did look at uh, how many engagements we got on, on Twitter, on X anyway. I, I couldn't look at every different social media platform that we post on, but at least on X, I looked at what was getting the most play among these different stories. And I did kind of um, rank this top 10 based on that engagement uh, on, yeah on, on engagement like how many times people were liking tweets about it and, and commenting under it and reposting it and bookmarking it uh yeah just kind of engagement just kind of told me how excited people were for these different things how interested they were so uh yeah number 10 is the saturn bt uh was developed and went up for sale this year mm-hmm so the Blue Retro project to make modern controllers usable with any device via Bluetooth birthed an adapter made just for the Saturn called the Saturn BT. The brainchild of Humble Bazooka, the Saturn BT finally went on sale in late August, featuring support for analog mode, mouse and keyboard, multi-tap functionality, updatability when connected to a PC, and more. Its injection molding and snazzy packaging gave the Saturn community a quality product for using any Bluetooth controller they want for their favorite games. So, excellent, uh, excellent little piece of kit, and probably one of the yeah. best pieces of Saturn hardware that we've received this year. Yeah, it's it does seem very uh, refined, um, you know, and of course it's all based on uh, the the Blue Retro project, which Humble Bazooka um, is not a developer for, but I mean it's open source; anyone can use it. Mm -hmm. um, excellent implementation. And, and it does give some of the some of the profits to mm -hmm. back to the developer of blue retro so that's yeah. cool and and on all on our website under all these stories i do have links to all of our stories about uh each of these bigger stories because of course we reported on the saturn bt several mm -hmm. times throughout the years it was getting yeah. worked on um so yeah that's number 10 uh number nine is the saturn core on mister makes major strides yeah this was exciting. a yeah, this is a big story that started last year, but uh, I would say really kind of kicked into overdrive this year. When the Saturn core of the Mr. FPGA first went out for download last year, it was playable only in a technical sense. Plagued by glitches, a lack of sound, and non-bootable games, it was a long okay, way off from giving 
It was a long way off from giving Mr. Owners a decent Saturn experience. All that changed this year as developers Sergei Dvodnenko made huge strides with updates that added safe support, drastically improved audio, enabled garage shading, and provided the ability to play PAL games. All of that was on top of fixing game-specific bugs to make much of the Saturn library truly playable and enjoyable. By October, the core was added to the main Mr. Branch, symbolizing how ready it had become for prime time. I like that you've got the Alfa Romeo there, the martini racing uh, from... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's, that's excellent. So, I mean, essentially, this is the year that it was, that it was released as like, you know... A it's, public thing. A public a release. Exactly. Updates. Yeah. And I mean, I remember back yeah. when we were all speculating about how long it would take, but it actually... His determination, you know, and just like working mm-hmm. at it like it just made it go by so quick you know we didn't even know how honestly they didn't even know how like it's been theorized how much the mission could handle it wasn't even <clears> speculated <throat> that it could do saturn mm-hmm. or n64 but here we are now it's doing both now so it's yeah kind of crazy uh yes it's very good hey uh joao p sardinia says boy note amigos from portugal I don't know how to Hola, pronounce that. <laughs> Either that it, or Brazil. Yeah, that looks like por- like Portuguese. Yeah, boy, no. Um, it, it looks like Spanish, but I can't read it. So that right. means it's Portuguese. <laughs> That's how I can so, tell. So shouts to uh, Sergey. Uh, what does he go by? Uh, Sergey. Uh, SRG. SRG. Yeah. SRG. Yeah. Shouts to him for the the Mister Update. And uh, yes. pretty soon, sa- uh, well Pat's done. just going to sell his hardware, and it's going to be Mister. <laughs> bye bye, Mister only. Bye bye. Uh, you can use uh, different controllers on the Mister too. I don't think you can use the light gun yet, but I believe they're working on it. Uh, you so. can, yeah, you can on some games, but not. I don't yeah, think not on the Saturn. Yeah, yep. not on the Saturn yet. Not yet. Next up, so. Yeah, number eight. That's the official Saru cartridges with the yes, official Sega license on it. Saru's yeah, Saru's revival by TP Unix and sale on AliExpress. Right. I mean, like it happened of... all within this last year. Like it yeah, was it's all this year. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, the dream Sam. of an all-in-one cartridge that could Much play games work. off an SD card, provide backup save RAM and expanded RAM, mm-hmm. finally became an, a reality this year as development of the Saru project picked back up after an eight-year dormancy. Chinese homebrew developer TP Unix have been working all year on has been working all year on both a circuit board design as well as firmware and made all of it publicly available on a GitHub. Yep. Since TP Unix has never expressed a desire to manufacture and sell the device on their own, intrepid sellers on AliExpress took a crack at it, despite the whole thing still being a work in progress. Nonetheless, TP Unix has uh, attempted to support the devices as much as possible now that they're in people's hands. There are still a lot of bugs to work out, but it's a solid, if messy, start to providing another option to play Saturn games on real hardware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so huge, huge uh, story and big news for folks. And I mean, there's there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of uh, you know brave fans out there that are just going all you know jumping headfirst and getting these mm-hmm. for their Saturns and giving them a shot. You know, and their mileage may vary. Uh, depending on firmware updates and whatnot, I think a uh, few were like bricked. I guess there was that going yeah, around. Yeah, if you bought it from the wrong seller who was right. using, I guess, inferior parts, or they mm-hmm. changed the hardware design on their own, <laughs> and that change was uh, not working well with the firmware updates. So when people would buy these from that particular seller, mm-hmm. uh, and then they'd load the latest version of the firmware, 
all of a sudden their cart couldn't work anymore. Yeah. So, uh, but that has been solved since then, just by TP Unix seeing what the problem was and just changing the Change firmware mm -hmm. to not brick those cartridges anymore. Yeah. Um. So. I also uh, like so TP Unix has been bending over backward trying to right. uh, support these things, even though they never authorized them. Yeah, not uh, to mention to be not manufactured profit. That actually, profit, right? that right there does give me a little bit more uh, peace of mind about the idea of buying one. That you mm -hmm. know that, that the creator is going to like support these un you know unofficial devices you know that are being sold by yeah and with varying degrees of quality i mean this one in the picture here the dude had the nerve to put sega's own logo on there <laughs> you yeah, know like a boss that, you know <laughs> it's just like let's try and sue us sega right you know but anyway um yeah so i mean definitely we're, we're going to be following and monitoring this closely and i don't know at yep. what point shiro is going to onboard these things and I don't. I don't know. You know. I know. Yeah, Night Night has get something that could be bricked so easily and say, "Hey, go buy these." I mean, our most qualified teammate, team member, Knight of Dragon, has one, and he hasn't even had time to mess with it because he's been super busy. But I'm kind. Of, so I'm kind of Feel that. waiting to hear what he thinks of it. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So still big news and uh, definitely worth mentioning. <laughs> Next up. So, number seven. Sakura Wars 2 fan translation announcement. Uh, one of the biggest Saturn franchises that fans were denied in the West was Sakura Wars, Sega's fusion of dating sim and tactical strategy that became one of their most successful series in Japan. Fans eventually would rectify uh, this in part with a translation patch for the first Sakura Wars game in 2019 that mm -hmm. was met with widespread acclaim and a widespread yearning for a translation of the sequel. We rung in 2023 with a surprise announcement that a fan translation patch for Sakura Wars 2 was underway from much of the same team that worked on the first game's patch. It came with a translation of a Japanese demo disc for Sakura Wars 2 as well, giving fans a taste of what's to come. The team gave us an update on their progress earlier this month, still hard at work on graphical editing and bug fixing, but with much of the translation now finished. Perhaps 2024 will give us what's sure to be one of the biggest fan translations on the Saturn scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, also, shouts to uh, Sam, the so Southern Second gentleman. He said hi and hi wanna... Sam. Hey Sam, how's it how's going? It going? Good, Sam. good to hear from Sammy. you. Good, always so, good to hear yeah, from you. So yeah, Sakura Wars too. Uh, I I would be hard pressed to find anyone who's into Saturn right now who isn't looking forward to that game. I, mean, I guess mm -hmm. there might be a few I'm people looking who forward to it. Don't like Sakura Wars very much. Sure, not, it's not their jam, game. but uh, the vast majority of people I think are really looking forward to that. I mean, let's uh, get some Sack Wars, baby. It's it's so, Sakura just Wars. Just its announcement but was it's, big it's news. even better than the first game, you know. So I mean, it's it's great. I'm I'm looking forward. I'm excited to, it. to play it. I know yeah. they're taking their time yeah, on too. it. It's been a year in development, but you know. I am ready to more than willing to wait for such an amazing. Oh, it's product. been a couple of years at this point because when they announced it at the beginning of this year, they'd already been working on it for a year, mm -hmm. and now yeah. we've gotten through another mm -hmm. year. Um, so is this yeah, the game? It's, it's is this the game, though? Is this the game that's holding up the competition? I know Emerald said he's no. he's looking to push push back the stakes. A little no, bit? it's not. It's not that close. It's, it's not, not like it's days oh, okay, away. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I know that yeah, no. I know we're we're extending the competition deadline. I think because somebody. I don't uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few homebrew developers okay. who they're like, I just haven't had time to work on anything. I need a little more time. So I gotcha. Uh, everybody just decided to give it to them. Um, hopefully, we might get a new version of uh, CubeCat, I guess. And um, I know SlideHop is pretty much finished and it's out there so you can get that off of sega extremes resource area right uh, i'm excited Check that out mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so 
Um, anyway, number six in our top ten biggest stories of the year: long lost secrets found in beloved games. This, this is, is what Pat was referring to earlier. Yeah, yeah. So much of the Saturn's retail library is nearly three decades old now, but there are still secrets being found in them by intrepid fans digging through code. This was a particularly big year for newly uncovered secrets, too. Cheats enabled in Shining the Holy Ark by inputting particular names, secret characters in NBA Jam, including announcer Tim Kitzrow, uh, who didn't like, even know like he was the in the game, that by the person way. used for that. They picked the correct uh, basketball team. Yeah, best <laughs> if I, if I do say deep, so myself. Okay, Pat. Debug features in Nights into Dreams, multiplayer modes in a Burning Rangers prototype. Even just this month, Bo Bales found a playable dolphin in retail copies of Burning Rangers. Sorry, there's typos in this thing. I, I typed this really fast today. So uh, as well as the entirety of Clockwork Night 1 in North American retail copies of Clockwork Night 2, accessible via cheat code, which we talked about earlier in the show. Who knows what we'll find lurking in our games in 2024. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can find Soccer Wars 2 translated. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, so it was uh, super, I think it's super cool that there were still unlockable characters, you know, secret characters to be found in NBA uh, Jam. Uh, and one of them was the announcer himself. He didn't even know he was in the game. Like, how funny is that? And it's the only uh, version he's in the game of, so... Yeah, and it's only the Saturn version that has him, <laughs> which is crazy. even more wild. Uh, you know, finding Clockwork Night 1, hiding all his time in Clockwork Night 2 is crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I mentioned the playable dolphin in Burning Rangers, but I mean, Bo Bales found a ton of other neat stuff. That was in the, the retail copy, but then he also found uh, stuff in the prototype versions of Burning Rangers for uh, with multiplayer modes. Um, he's found all kinds of cool stuff this year that we've talked about. Um, and hacked a bunch of stuff that mm-hmm. is sort of in the game, but he's sort of inventing it on the fly, uh, you know, making Tails playable and then Knuckles in the three stages of Sonic 3 Blast, that sort of thing. So all kinds of cool stuff. Shining in the Holy Ark, getting these codes that some of them were just sitting right. around uh, on like a Japanese website, like the Japanese players have just known about this for decades, that you input a certain name and you get certain items that you start with or whatever, you know, different right. things. Um, and someone just, a uh, YouTuber just decided to look around and they found these and then looked far, you know, deeper into it and found even more cheat codes that weren't known to the Japanese. So, I mean, how awesome is that? You know, someone just got a little curious and now we have, uh, you know, all these new cheats we didn't know about. And the fact that Bo's, cool. that his discoveries and his reverse engineer of these games could inform fixes patches to like the retro bit controller right for right. him to be able to just be like well let me look at it for a second i might be able to fix that and then within yeah. an hour he's like here here's a patch i fixed it you know and i mean you know that's just that's just amazing you know so mm-hmm. i mean I, I i really am looking forward to what he does next you know because the more he digs into this stuff the more it could inform future projects basically yeah uh re- related to like sonic team games and stuff so kudos next up Next up, number five, Moon we have Lost Red Moon Days. Lost Days, uh, commercial physical sale. The first. So uh, th- yep. this year, was that, Dave? You go. You were about to say okay. it anyway. Yeah, this year saw the first time a homebrew Saturn game was sold on physical media. Red Moon Lost Days, visual novel with uh, a visual novel with RPG elements by San Segolo and Euromage Studios. The game was released digitally on itch.io in a pay-what-you-want model in January before Neuromage began selling it on two discs with a jewel case and manual via Retro Room Games website mm-hmm. for US $25. 
As there is still no way to replicate pressing the wobble found on retail Saturn discs, these are simply uh, burned CDs that require a way to defeat the console's copy protection, such as action, an action replay cartridge. Uh, uh, nonetheless, it's possibly as close as we'll ever get to seeing a fan game get a retail-like treatment. Mm -hmm. So, very cool. I think this is the first time uh, homebrew games ever been sold for the yeah, Saturn. Hopefully it's a precedent that uh, has many to follow, you know? Yeah. I've got a copy cool, of it. It's a really cool game. I love the, the disc of it. I Absolutely. Love the presentation. Thank it's you very nice much. It's a nice package. Yes. <laughs> Next up, um, we got okay, Tomb so Raider. Number yes, number four, Tomb Raider Gold ported to Saturn. So one of the Saturn's most prominent games, Tomb Raider, got a PC-only expanded edition, Tomb Raider Unfinished Business, also known as Tomb Raider Gold in North America. It added four bonus levels across two chapters that were never officially released for consoles. A team of fans changed that in October when they heavily modified the files of the Saturn version of Tomb Raider to make a port of sorts uh, of Unfinished Business. The effort took well more than a year, but it was well worth it for fans for whom it felt like getting a brand new Saturn adventure. Yeah, I can't really say mean, much I, about it as I'm not a fan of uh, Tomb Raider, but I'm really happy for those that are a fan of it. I know that if they did some similar game I liked, I would have been super excited. I'm just not a big Tomb Raider guy, but I need to give shouts out where shouts out are deserved. Um, yeah, I can't imagine how much work it must have taken and <laughs> to, I mean, to basically convert Tomb Raider and to do all that uh, code spelunking in unfinished business to like mm -hmm. get all those... Uh, enemy AI routines and you know all the art assets and that sort of stuff out of there and into the Saturn, right? And I mean Peter, um, our own Peter Malik, who is a huge Tomb Raider fan, specifically Saturn Tomb Raider, you know, did go on record saying that it was just it was amazing, you know, and he could definitely mm -hmm. recognize and appreciate the amount of work, just the sheer amount of work that went into making this happen, you know. So, um, mm -hmm. for I I can I can see that you know folks who are huge Tomb Raider fans, this meant a lot, you know, and it was definitely a flex for Saturn, you know. Yes. And speaking of flexes for Saturn, favorite. yeah, we've got uh, our number three biggest story of the year. Frog Bull shows off Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII running on Saturn. Mm -hmm. um, so when footage purporting to show Metal Gear Solid running on a Sega Saturn hit the internet this October, there was a ton of buzz. One of the PlayStation's most high-profile exclusives, a graphical showpiece, no less, is on Saturn. It seemed too good to be true. But true it was, as hobbyist developer Frogbull proved by giving playable code to fellow homebrewer XL2, whose publicly available code was used to make the Metal Gear Solid demo. Frogbull even Thank followed that again. up this month with yeah. footage of another PlayStation staple running on Saturn, Final Fantasy VII. Mm -hmm. While he said that he doesn't have plans to release playable builds to the public, it's still a lot of fun to see Sony exclusives in all of the Saturn's quad-rendered glory. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to give it a shot if you ever, when you're, if you're ever ready to, to bring it out, Frogbull. We'd love to have you on the show and play and talk about the game as we're both massive, all massive fans of uh, Millier Solid and Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely. <laughs> And I mean, you know, it it uh, it is kind of like a chip on the shoulder kind of thing, you know, where it's like just proof to the world that to it totally Saturn totally could have done this, Saturn and, and they could have ported, they could have easily ported it back in the day too. It's just you know, the mm -hmm. circumstances being what they were, uh, things weren't great for Saturn, and so it often did it often did kind of get the you know either sloppy seconds. Or uh, just short didn't, shrift. Just short shrift. Yeah, exactly. I got the short end yeah. of the stick so many times, time after time. You know, not not in Japan, of course, but yeah, um, 
it definitely in the in the west you know and but it would have been cool yeah to see you know like konami did support the saturn you know but oh yeah but you saw it in games like uh you saw it in games like castlevania symphony of night where they kind of would just rush it rush the port out the door and, and do you know it, it had to be done from the ground up or it was going to be compromised we know that now <laughs> yeah they weren't and, uh, putting a bunch of exclusives on exactly the saturn, on the saturn yeah and i mean you know it, it by the time that metal gear solid came out it just wasn't even going to be possible from a from a financial commercial standpoint right but it's, it's great to was, see uh... you know but frog bowl has shown us that it certainly could have hypothetically it could mm -hmm. have you know so that's great yeah, that, that shocked, shocked, a lot of shocked the entire scene. I will say, yeah, uh, it was a shock. <laughs> it was a shock. Shock to the system, baby. So our number two uh, story of the year, which is a sort of a combination of lots of smaller stories, mm -hmm. English fan translations make waves. Uh, for yet another year here, we've had uh, a banner year for patches that translate Japanese games into English. Yes, Tactics Ogre. Prisoner of Ice, Baroque, J.B. Harrell Blue Chicago Blues, and Dungeon Master Nexus are among the Saturn games that fans have been able to play in English for the first time in 2023. <laughs> there have even been some partial translations that remain works in progress, like Mobile Suit Gundam, RMJ The Mystery Hospital, and Saturn Bomberman Fight. This, the fan translation scene was highlighted, though, by two efforts that excited fans the most, Stellar Assault Double S and Silhouette Mirage. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, okay, I was on, on the back again. I'm joking. Full disclosure, I was on the uh, English uh, localization team for Stellar Assault Double S, but I'm not highlighting it because I worked on it. It got an outsized amount of attention for the Eng full English dub that was required to translate the game, mm -hmm. considering it's full of in-mission pilot banter and no on-screen subtitles. Yeah, honestly, I really, I really did enjoy it. I, I mean, I'll be honest on that. If there wasn't a game that really stuck out to me as one that I would probably pick off the top of my, uh, my top 10, but I really enjoyed the game for what it was. I thought the voice acting was amazing. It really helped me get into the game, and I think, honestly, it made me like the game even better because I'm mm -hmm. making connection with these characters. I'm enjoying the story. I'm picking up on what's going on with it, and it's just a lot of fun. So, like, I have to... What? I'm laughing at Stellar Shadow's asshole. comment. Stellar ass hat. Uh, no, but... Stellar ass halt. Oh, okay. I thought... I misread. <laughs> I'm a stellar yeah. asshat. Asshole. You're a stellar but, but asshat. No, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on it, Dave? I know that oh you my really God. enjoyed it as I well. I mean, first of all, this is a game that a year prior to this, I was begging the community. Again, like, I have no play. I have no right to, to ask anybody beg, to, yeah. to do these, you know, because, like, beggars can't be choosers. But I was just like, if anybody does stellar assault, that would just make my day, you know? And they did. And it was like Christmas came early. Uh, it was a nail biter, you know, like playing that game, doing this, doing the, you know, recording of it. And then like getting to the end and just barely holding on um, mm -hmm. all of the, all of the, you know, the voices were just put you right there. That so made it so immersive and such a awesome experience. Um, yeah, no, it's an, it's an incredibly accessible game as it is. And then just the, the work that you guys did on it was phenomenal. Uh, which I Books. have come to expect. I, I mean, you guys, you guys kind of set the bar with Bulk Slash, and I was uh, kind of, you know, wondering how how you would be able to, you know, answer to that. How you'd be able to follow that follow up? Follow it up, yeah. Uh, but I mean, Stellar Salt SS was an amazing, uh, it was amazing work, you guys, and and of course, uh, 
you you got help from Knight adding in mission stick support, right? So he, no, Knight oh, Knight added twin stick into Knight, bulk slash. Oh, that's right. Silos who helped us out on figuring out how to hack in uh, okay. mission sticks. Okay, good. Credit where credit is so, due. So who was yeah. it again? Stylos? Silos. Silos. So okay. So but but once again, you you guys were able to get another control method into another mm-hmm. game you know so that's just crazy a, a control method that makes a lot of sense to be in there that it should does. have been in the first a place. mission let's, stick let's right a flight stick clear. yeah that, absolutely right. flight stick that, so, I, mean, I mean yeah so all... yeah, uh anyway so thank you i appreciate the yeah, the yeah. kind words about all, I mean, and of I was, all of you guys the entire of... team yeah no the entire yeah, team yeah, it was all the voice you know, actors all the voice to, actors to lacquerware he, uh, for translating and voice directing, mm-hmm. you shout outs to all the, the voice actors, right? And Shadow Mask for doing all of that uh, audio mastering, which there's mm-hmm. a ton of audio to master. So he was uh, yeah, working Shadow like was a, the man. Shadow is the man. Uh, yeah. He's also a so, good guitar player, too. I've seen his, yes, his lips yeah, lately. Sure he's, he's got chops. Awesome. He's got chops. He does. So I love it. Anyway, I'll I'll move on here. Yep. Um, so that's Stellar Salt and Silhouette Mirage saw a lot of attention for being a well-known game from beloved developer Treasure that fans had longed to play on Saturn, where its graphics are better than the PlayStation port for decades. Mm-hmm. The team behind Silhouette brought over working designs of script from the Western release of the PlayStation version, but announced plans to create their own translation to come soon. The Saturn fan translation scene has fired on all cylinders since it uh, finally picked up steam in 2019, and 2023 definitely kept that momentum. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I you know I think with the amount of attention that uh, uh, especially Stellar Salt and Silhouette Mirage received, uh, on top of you know all the other ones that I mentioned, JB Harold, Baroque, Prisoner of Ice, Tactics Ogre, and Dungeon Master Nexus, all being well received as well, and uh, you know some of our partial ones that got released: Mobile Suit, Mystery Hospital, Saturn Bomber, fi- Saturn Bomberman fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been uh, one of the biggest stories in the year because of that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, every year we're talking about uh, new English translations in the Saturn scene, um, and we need these English translations. Uh, in the Saturn scene, because there were just so many games left in Japan for this console. I mean, it's going to be a tough, so. uh, there's going to be a tough competition this year. Oh my god! We literally went to PRGE and did a panel all about it, and it was like right. we were hardly able. We were just barely able to make it through uh, by the deadline there because just so we just had so many. To, yeah, like. I wish we could have. We all wished we could have sat there and talked and gushed about each one of these games, like at mm-hmm. length. Forty-five minutes. But it was like we had to just work at a really fast clip because there were just so many, and then that just speaks to the effort of the fan community. You know, uh, just yeah. And it's there's amazing. a lot of people that were showing love afterwards. Like we had a lot of people come to the booth and yes. a lot of people stop and play it. Like absolutely, uh, there's just a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of running up on time, yep, <laughs> we, we are. We are. We're at 7.30 Eastern. Uh, so our number one top uh, story of the year, biggest story of the year in the Saturn scene, was that Sega's fiscal year 1997 brand review documents leaked. Yep. It's this hard to be huge. a fan. Yes. Uh, it's hard to be a fan of the Saturn and not wonder at some point what happened. Why did mm-hmm. the Saturn fail? We got some answers when Sega of America's fiscal year 1997 brand review right, documents leaked onto the Internet in July. The bombshell gave new insights into how the console fell apart in North America and what Sega of America attempted to do to stave off failure. They paired well with a lecture given by former Sega president Soichiro, Soichiro Iremajiri mm-hmm. uh, that were newly translated by MD Shock just a week later. 
to reveal details never known before about the development of Saturn's hardware and how Sega of America operated leading up to and during the Saturn's lifespan. The revelations don't give any solace to those who mourn the Saturn's third-place finish in much of the world, but they do fuel imaginations about how things might have turned out differently had Sega made better choices. Yeah. I mean, it really was and the we... biggest news of the year. <laughs> Um, uh, who who could have imagined, <laughs> you know? Nobody. Getting, this is huge. We literally, there's so much content these. we made about off this. And like I mean, a bunch of pandemonium. Huge, huge thanks it. to Golden Dreamcast for buying this and then like turning off around eBay, and scan, yeah. scanning it for the community, and and just not not yeah. I mean that's that's incredible, you know, because what we've gleaned out of this is just so much. So you know, we have so much more much perspective. Yeah, yeah and what I they mean, were dealing with, what they were thinking, what what they knew. They knew they were in, you know, they were in deep. <laughs> yeah, for the same sure. Shouts and to Panda. Yep. Shouts uh as David Zaney says shouts to Panda for his, you know, su- uh, summary of the whole thing and his documentary that he put up. I mean, for the sake mm-hmm. of historical accuracy, we better understand what happened, you know. And and we can stop repeating and regurgitating all of the misinformation, you know, for mm-hmm. for so long that just kind of like prevailed in the in the community. Um a lot of what we had, a lot of what we had was, you know, either what whatever was loudest whatever Sega allowed to be said, you know, whatever they were okay with the, you know, again, yeah. it was the, it was the front facing, it was the forward facing Sega. And, um, we didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes to, and, and the Japanese were as they typically are kind of, you know, conservatively quiet, uh, you know, even though right. they had a lot to, to, uh, you know, probably, uh, I don't know, like be contrary to, you know, like they, they kind of just allowed Sega of America to say what they wanted to say and kind of spin the story their way and never really spoke up against it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, now we finally, we know what's what, you know? So it's a, uh, it was, a, it was a great, uh, great revelation that I think, you know, it Wait, still, it doesn't, it still doesn't mean, you know, I think a lot of people took it, as like oh well you know so so it was sega of america's fault right you know and of course well, it, it kinda. just but kind of not too because as exactly. we understand we understand that sega of japan was aware of a lot of the stuff that was going on and they're mm-hmm. and they were also doing their books wrong you know and mm-hmm. it's they, they also made several mistakes you know there was there were mistakes on both sides you know mistakes were made essentially and it wasn't yeah. all just sega of america like, yeah, I mean, it's not just those. like uh, being like they were just uh, hapless or stupid. You know, mm-hmm. they just they made some wrong calls. Yeah, uh, and it it bit them, or they were just in a no win situation, like with mm-hmm. uh, how they had to keep a ton of stock in inventory in their warehouses mm-hmm. uh, just to get products on shelves at all, just to get retailers to agree mm-hmm. to stock Sega uh, games and consoles. Exactly. And, and, the and that, then they'd have to buy it all back. So it's like they were just never making profit in that. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that there wasn't really a, a, a blueprint to this because this was like the first like really de- actual decade of this games industry with Sega. It's like nobody knew, oh, maybe we just stopped supporting the old console to support the new one and go all in mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. let's keep supporting old stuff. And that's why you had like a million, like uh, t- hundreds of thousands of copies of, you know, Sonic Hedgehog 3 and all these other games. Just like mm-hmm. nobody knew how to do it. So it's not exactly, they did did something wrong and they're incorrect. It just was the wrong guess. You know, they bet on, uh, yeah. you know, they bet on, they bet on black when it hit red. And while I don't yeah, think that they... we should, oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say they they did uh, <laughs> overestimate how much demand there would still be for the Genesis uh, leading into 1994 or 95. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't think they started really realizing that they had screwed up until this uh, fiscal year um, report, which came out, you know, in the, the early months of 1996. Yeah, they realized, oh, we no one's buying Genesis anymore and we have mm -hmm. a ton of stock sitting around. What are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. And even though the, the bulk of this information, it kind of, it, it it's kind of a, a bit on the sad side, a bit on the, yeah. it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's not great news. Um, and we're not like dwelling on it so much as I think it has a feeling of retribution to us Saturn fans, because what it does say is that there was nothing wrong with the console itself. You know, there was nothing wrong yeah. with the Saturn hardware. And for a lot of that, it's good to understand. And it's good to know that it's like, you know, I mean, we already knew, we already know that, you know, Saturn was successful in Japan, you know, and it, it is fundamentally at its core. It is a good, solid console with good games. It's just mm -hmm. so many, so many things were done wrong, you know, and unfortunately that can't, you just, it's just the business side. Exactly. You know, yeah. it failed. Mm -hmm. All and right. Lot, so yeah, that was a lot of uh, mileage. Out of it, of the year. Of, yeah. We had a lot of mileage. We had so many news stories on it. It's like insane. There's a lot to talk many... about with it. Yeah. Yeah. And really videos, there's still stuff that I, I'd still like to look into, like, uh, you know, what happened to that? Uh, football game that was supposed to be there at the Saturn's uh, first Christmas mm -hmm. um, being developed by what was it like uh, micro pros or something like that right, um, micro you know, can we can we track down the people who worked on that and ask them you know how was that going why why was it uh, canceled why was it going so badly uh, you know because they had made a football game an American football game on the PC right and I think that's why they were um, tasked with making one for the Saturn by uh, Sega of America Mm -hmm. I was like, what happened to that? I could probably tell you why. Uh, why. Probably poor support, poor documentation. Oh, well, yeah. On the things, bunch of delayed developments because they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And yeah. and feasibility and confusion with the hardware. So it's it's a story as old as time. It's Beauty and the Beast, except it's just Beast <laughs> and the more Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Lots of uh, oh, so much so much right. news that we have some honorable mentions. We should probably blow through these though pretty quick because uh, we got to wrap it. Yeah, I didn't even have time to link to them. I'll probably add that later. But uh, okay, yeah, there cool. have been yeah. a lot of Spanish, been a lot of Spanish, French, and Portuguese fan translations this year. This year, mm -hmm. uh, non-English uh, translations have just really blown up, um, mostly because of kitchens. 34, but uh, Kitchen 34, but also uh, a few others, you know. Mm -hmm. We've had Deep Fear, Resident Evil, Brain Dead 13, um, and a bunch of others. Uh, they're on the website. I won't list them all. Uh, most recently, though, Soccer Wars did get uh, translated into Portuguese, so mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, check that out. Uh, so other stories, Sega revives five classic franchises at the Game Awards this year, which isn't like super Saturn related, but right. uh, I, I know it has excited a lot of Sega fans. So yeah, yeah. Was, on Sa oh, was on Saturn. That's uh, true. And so was Golden Axe in yeah, a way. So was, yeah, <laughs> Golden in, Axe a way, in a way. Yeah. In, in a way, um, uh, was it uh, uh, Streets of Rage was in a way on there too? Not really. Kind of. The... Not, not really. <laughs> not not really in that way, but you know it's almost in spirit. Yeah, in spirit. And, but and no, some, I mean you know definitely spirit. we're all we're all Sega fans. You know we all bleed Sega blue. So 
it's important news to everyone. I'm sure it affects the uh, the Mega Drive scene and the 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 uh, Dreamcast fans. Scene, you know? Dreamcast yeah, it affects fans. all yeah, of I us. Yeah, I mean, if we were SegaBits.com, I think that probably sure. would have been our top story. It would have been our top story of the year. But we are very much Saturn focused, so it makes yeah. the honorable mentions list. Um, yeah, still gotta mention it. Um, so uh, other things, Shiro begins his collaboration with the Sega guys, mm-hmm. which has been uh, Love it. a lot of it's fun, very fruitful. It's been awesome. We have yeah, a lot yeah. more coming up too with them, and then other people as well, which I'm Absolutely. excited for. Yeah, good, good, good. It's been um, great, and so they're great people. A a prominent uh, a homebrew 3D survival horror demo was released called Cold, Cold Case. Um, it's short, but uh, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they'll keep working on it. That should be cool. Uh, the Fode was announced, although it never ended up going on sale, I don't think. And that was another uh, uh, ODE, essentially. Mm. But it's like an ODE that can be used for lots of different devices, right? Still, I actually tried looking up some information on it for this article. Because I'm like, whatever happened to the Fode? And like, there's just literally been nothing about it since the summer. So, yeah, to be uh, fair, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to be a hard buy when that drops, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Retrobit finally releases its analog Saturn controller and shows off a Dreamcast controller. Uh, yeah, it's, I think with it coming at the end of the year and being a little bit uh, underwhelming in the implementation on the actual Saturn has mm-hmm. made it kind of drop off into the honorable mentions instead of being a top 10 story yeah yeah. um saturn tribute releases uh you know uh, saturn games released on modern consoles from city connection those included metal black bus move two and three and batsugun this year and then they announced assault suit Lados 2 which is coming early next year so that's always cool Uh, a lot uh, quite a bit less on the way of uh modern's um releases of old saturn games this year versus last year last year it was Mm. like a top 10 story we got so many right uh other things rainbow cotton uh which is a dreamcast game is being localized and uh, officially just a fan uh translation release and uh, it's going to get an hd remaster that was announced this year it's coming early next year so that's cool uh lots of yeah, lots of Saturn online developments this year. Shiro, of course, bought two cases of X-Band cartridges um, for that uh, we're going to resale for uh, at cost to um, Patreon patrons first uh, pretty soon here. That's and then, happening uh, soon we'll in the new year. Yep. yep. Uh, and then also uh, Night of Dragon did a partial translation of Saturn online game Shadows of the Tusk. And uh, we've also had uh, tournaments this year for Decathlete, Sega Rally, and Virtual On online tournaments. So Shouts that's to been Dime super cool too for organizing those. Yeah, which I and think everybody... Virtual On is has like just a, a match or two left in that tournament, so it's mm-hmm. almost wrapped up. Um, Daytona Netlink Edition is apparently based on Circuit Edition, uh, which after uh, a little research by me <laughs> and seeing. Uh, testing it and seeing some of the similarities mm-hmm. um and then uh, of course shining force artist tamaki yoshitaka died this year so oh, that was sad yeah. news um but notable so that's what we've got for our biggest stories this year and lots lots happened this year for the saturn yeah. i'm sure lots will happen next year too yeah it's Community keeps 20, 2024 going to be the year of saturn <laughs> it's been, it's been the year of Saturn each and every year. So well, it's like it's like Sam year. it's like Sam says, right? The Saturn is our future, right? So 
yeah we pretty much have <laughs> nothing but uh excellent saturn news to look forward to for we'll have to ask sam himself yes. uh, sam that's right is this is this the year of saturn he's the official he's the official <laughs> declare of year of saturn so if he says it's the year of saturn again <laughs> that's right that's it. it means it's year of saturn he, he is the be all end all so no pressure <laughs> sam no pressure yeah no pressure Flo Quinn says i remember in 2019 was the year of the saturn yeah yep. that funny i know it's just grown funny? more and more ever since so it's awesome absolutely so yeah um with that i should probably read off our patreon supporters mm -hmm. um yes. before i do i want to just remind folks that um if you go to our website segasadandshiro.com there are podcasts videos articles there's also resources from the community folks like yourself uh like the resource directory by saturn memories translations uh that's being uh headed by um private eye we got homebrew, a homebrew page, which is still in progress, a uh, work in progress by yours truly, um, but I'm nearly done with it. Online Netplay nice. is uh, being hosted and updated, maintained by Sega RPG fan Joe. We have a brand new Editor's Corner going live on Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday to the public, uh, where we sat down with Joe. It was a lot of fun. Talked about... Uh, about netlink getting that back online and then saturn in film and tv by death scythe um we're starting a new uh page which will be like i said an address book a rolodex of saturn a who's who i guess you could say of the community and really this is not to like uh big up anybody's ego it's more or less so that folks can get in contact with you if they you know there's a lot of folks from outside the scene that don't necessarily know everyone within this tight-knit community um, but maybe they're looking for somebody who can do sound or someone who has expertise on uh the networking stuff or someone who has expertise on fixing and repairing modding saturn consoles and stuff like that and for that to that end we want to offer a directory a, a, an address book for folks so that um we can put people in touch with the right people you know and help connect make mm -hmm. more connections you know so uh sam, reach out uh, this so i just want to say real quick oh, yeah, sam yeah. southern's Sega gentleman did say in chat it's been year of saturn since like 2019 since 2019 so there, there you, you go. go there's the official yeah, it's official 2020s the, the, de <laughs> the, decade, yeah, the, the decade of saturn the dalicade the dalicade of saturn yep so that's fair <laughs> moose said so yeah so anyway uh you know, check out the website, buy a magazine, buy it's buy a shirt. You can support us, uh, or you can join our patron. Uh, you can join join our Patreon, uh, and become a supporter, a backer, get if you cool will. Stuff, get some kisses and hugs. And one of the things you'll get is uh, we will read your name on live air, uh, which I'm about to yeah. do right now. We've got. K, a murder of crows. These are every everybody who supports us at the ten dollar and up level. I'm reading their names right now. K, a murder of crows. Blue Moon ninety five. Brock the Archivist. <laughs> Casual Seth. Cerulean. Chris Piper. Pipe Dreams Games. Chris nineteen ninety seven XX. Daniel Fredrickson. David Zaney here in the chat with us. Derek Pascarella A Team. Emerald Nova. Fat Drunk Friend Otaku. Gem Clasher Rank. Ian Keg, Johannes Fetz, Mr. Joe Engine, Justin, Memphis, Michael Sabag, Nate Lawrence, Normal Guy, Newt Rages, Robert Nudie. Ramsey, Nudie, <laughs> Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinked, Sega Steve, Shadow Mask, Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, What Is This, 
and Young Money Sui. Thank you to so all we... of you guys for supporting us at the ten dollar and up level. Thank you. Um, you can get your name shouted out live on the show uh, if you do the same. Um, if you can't do that, um, you can always support us at like one. What is it? One dollar, three dollar. What are our tiers, <laughs> Pat? You know better uh, than one dollar, three dollar. I think five dollars, right? And those you will get you access to our uh, to our insider chat in the Discord. On Discord, the three dollar enough early. Tool. Okay, $3 and up, Will. Early access to content uh, on the Patreon feed. So, like, everybody's who's a Patreon a patron supporter has already been listening to the uh, Sega RPG fan Netlink episode. Um, also, for folks who are uh, patrons, you guys can re- put your name down on our interest list for the Netlink packages that will be yeah. going out in the new year soon so, oh, so I, I got the uh i got the i got the the, the tears wrong it's one dollar three dollar ten dollar and twenty dollar my bad gotcha <clears throat> okay one dollar sorry i'm a little bit okay. uh yeah no it's okay you're under the weather we, we we understand we know honestly <laughs> i didn't want to thank i didn't want to thank everybody we've been getting like 50 to 60 regular listeners each and every each and every cast yeah like on the reg mm-hmm. i just want to thank everyone so much for that that's massive to us we used to get like 20 or 30 and now mm-hmm. it's like up to double that number so i just want to thank everybody that's been watching us religiously like yes. that and you know having 60 regular listeners that's amazing we're yeah. getting like a, a thousand listeners to each podcast it's yeah. amazing and also I can't thanks, thank you guys enough thanks to oh yeah isn't that crazy like our our latest live our latest live cast like shiro <laughs> show that you uploaded pat to to the Podbean. Yeah. got like crazy downloads like 1800 or something crazy yeah it was like Wait, a lot like yeah it got a lot and i was just like what happened what do we talk about i don't know for some reason maybe it just hit the algorithm and people were getting updates in their podcast apps or whatever but yeah like a lot of people down are downloading like the latest sh- uh live cool. shows yeah so it's cool do we get last week's about stuff? to explode because uh, i don't think we have a post on the website about last week's shiro show oh uh, no i've been um Understandably busy. busy. Yeah, understandably yeah. busy. Shouts I'm hoping, also. Uh, hoping to get that down. Uh, we'll see if how I feel. Hopefully not in a coma tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I'll do that real quick. So, okay. Also, shouts to our YouTube mods, uh, Pudgy Bunny, David Zaney, Shadow Mask. <laughs> uh, we love you guys, and thank you for being That's well. Pudgy Bunny is also uh, uh, the producer for for Dan over there. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> and she, could, She's my producer. she gets the dinner done. And, you know, yeah, we had turkey she, today. It was delicious. Nice. But yeah, no, thanks uh, to all you ball. guys for helping make the mm-hmm. show go. And uh, anything else we want to add before we just uh, let Pat go to sleep? He's going to go. Yeah, happy, happy New Year, everybody. everybody. Have yeah, a happy great, uh, New much Year's Eve. Everybody. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. Here's to another year of Saturn. Yes. I, don't have, I have a so I have water bottle because I can't Here's drink to the decade. Right Here is the decade of Saturn. <laughs> the decade of Saturn. Hopefully a, yes. a millennia Saturn. The That's decade right. of Saturn continues next year in 2024. We'll see you in 2024, everybody. Yep. yep. Until Peace. next time, this has been Saturn Dave, Danthrax, Trainoco, mm-hmm. reminding you that you must play your Sega Saturn. And you we must. will catch you next time. Happy <laughs> New Year, folks. See ya. Bye.